I am Yurima Karama. strategy for white racism uh, that there is and wanted to go into this topic uh, so let me let me start off by saying this and then we're going to go ahead and get um, gonna go ahead and get uh, wealth and uh, DN but um, I think that this is kind of uh, kind of just common knowledge that's the word I'm looking for, kind of common knowledge that we know that the earth was all one mass at once before the great earthquake. Okay, so the earth was one mass at once before the great earthquake and then everything kind of, so that means that, that means that we were able to actually like move all over the planet. Um, and so what one thing I think we I want to start off with is, is and and uh, I said this the other day that two truths can exist together, and what do I mean? Because you have this group that will say, "Well, Aboriginals were already Aboriginals were already here before the Europeans got here," and that that's facts. There's there's nothing there's you would have you would be hard pressed to dispute that Aboriginals were absolutely already here before. Uh, European, we were, Aboriginals were here for hundreds of thousands, not millions of years. Um, and again, I revert back to that, uh, that, that great landmass before the great earthquake. Uh, so you will have people that will argue that, that Aboriginals were already here. That's true. In the same token, they will say that because Aboriginals were already here and because you can't show boats that brought Africans over that that didn't exist. Well, why couldn't both of those exist? Because because absolutely Aboriginals were already here, but absolutely they did bring some some West Africans over on that boat. So they can both exist. The European got over here on a boat. So, you know, if, if the European got over here on a boat, you think they didn't bring human cargo with them? So both of those can exist that aboriginals were absolutely already here and some of our people got sent over on the boat as well. I mean I mean it's it, it's kind of a it's kind of really like a no-brainer when you really think about it, but we always have this either or approach. And uh it, it, you know it, it everything is not an either or. You have to choose. That's a European concept, it's a European way of thinking. That you have to, you, it, it's got to be one way or the other. Like you can't have both. No, you can. I don't have to pick between the apple and the orange. I can eat both of them. I really can. As a matter of fact, I can chop them up and make a fruit salad. Add some papaya. Add some damn uh, 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 berries. Add some uh, uh, cantaloupe, and I can have a and, and 
and, and a few other things, some banana, and have a great fruit salad. So, see, I can have it all. I don't have to choose between each one of those. I can have them all, right? And so, um, uh, um, this divide and conquer. So, you got Nicki Minaj, who actually, uh, Nicki came out, this is, she's talking to uh, Michael B. Jordan, who played Killmonger in Black Panther. Um, and Michael B. Jordan comes out with this rum called Juve. It's pronounced Juve. And uh, so here we are, rum again. And, and, and <laughs> let me say this, like, like, so when I was in, just real quick side note, so when I was in uh, Miami, um, or Fort Lauderdale. Well, I was both in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. But when I was in Fort Lauderdale, the place I was staying, the hotel I was staying, um, I observed like parties every night. Like and and like literally, there was you couldn't park in the hotel because the hotel literally had like a club in it, some little some little thing that they had going on. But literally, there were parties every night. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if we spend as much time as the people partying. If we spent as much focus on building, if we spend as much focus on, on prioritizing those things that can actually bring us salvation on, on, on this plane of things, they manifest, there would be nothing that could stop us. Uh, because um, the energy that, that people put into the party, oh my goodness. If we put that type of focus and energy, I, I just sat back and was, was just, a, just an observer. I just sat back and watched and I'm just like, wow, if we just put all of that, all of that harnessed energy that, that goes into those alcohol bottles and all of that, if we, if we really put that into nation building, they couldn't fucking, they couldn't stop us. There's no way they could because the energy that's put into that partying, mm, yeah, there's no, we, we'd be unstoppable. So Michael B. Jordan comes out with this rum called Juve and uh, it's a, uh, it's actually a um, it's a word or an uh, action in Trinidad, uh, and it's a somewhat of a ritual uh, that they do at at the dawn, the break of dawn over there, and it was for basically um, the um, for the uh, it was a pre-dawn ritual of the eighteen hundreds that put an end to uh, sugarcane harvesting. And so um, when he comes out with this, he gets backlash for appropriation, uh, uh, basically appropriating Caribbean appropriation, we'll call it. Um, but this is what Nicki Minaj had to say. Uh, well, a little, a little back, a little back, backstory on the on the juve so it's a french word but it's 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 spelled j uh hi j-o-u-v-e-r-t but it's pronounced juve so before it spread throughout the region juve from descended from Canboule, a pre-dawn ritual from the 1880s that commemorated the end of sugarcane harvest in trinidad after authorities attempted to stop 
After authorities attempted to stop the procession, Trinidadians rioted and won their rights to continue mocking those who sought to stop them. <clears throat> Trinidadian rapper Nicki Minaj had earlier called on Michael B. Jordan to consider a change while sharing to her 142 million Instagram followers that she's sure the actor didn't intentionally do anything he thought Caribbean people would be find offensive. She says, now that you are aware, change the name and continue to flourish and prosper. She captioned under a posted screenshot of a user detailing Juve's history. Now it should be, uh, so, so she was, she seems to be okay about it. However, um, there were a lot of uh, 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 Caribbeans that came at uh, Michael B. Jordan. And it should also be duly noted that uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, right off was like, hey, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this out of the way. But again, it's that they throw these things out here to create this divide and conquer. So you got this um, divide and conquer. And, and I mean this the way that I did uh because it is one of the number one winning strategies for the system of white racism. I mean, this is the way they stay in power, divide and conquer. If every, if every Aboriginal on this planet came together, there would be nothing that they could do to stop us because we are the largest group on the planet. They keep us divided. So they will call you black Brazilian, black Caribbeans, black Africans, and black African Americans or black Aboriginal Americans. However you want to put it, they will keep us divided like that. And then we will also do things and feed the narrative to keep ourselves divided. So right now you have divisions there uh, because there are some Caribbeans that uh, think that this was done intentionally. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has said he's going to clear this up. Uh, I mean, it. To me, what the fuck are we dealing in rum for at this point? Uh, we, we need nuclear weapons. We need uranium. Fuck some rum. Uh, but I guess, you know, it's a thing. If people are going to drink, it's kind of like the, I guess it's the Muslims. Same way, the ones that come from Arabia. They, they, they're selling more pork than the law allows, but they're not eating it. Um, so um, I, I guess Mike says, hey, look, they're gonna, our people are going to party and drink. Uh, yeah, I might as well just sell this rum. So you got that. You got the divide between black men and black women here in this country. I mean, we're talking toxic masculinity um, and a host of other things. Um, you know, you got the divide between black men. You got the divide between uh, colorism. You know, um, some people are too, a little bit too light. Some people are not. They're, 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 they're not really not black if they're lighter. Some people are darker, so they're more revolutionary, but it seems like some of those that are darker might be doing the most cooning. I don't. So there's that divide. Um, you got divides, uh, economic divides, social divides, environmental divides, everything that they can use to divide us as a group of people. You got the divide between some uh, 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 from a Kebulon and some black fear. Uh, uh, there was a divide on, on Clubhouse months back between ADOS and uh, Pan-Africanists. Uh, so, you know, you got all of this going on and we're in the thick of a war. And quite frankly, it's, it, you know, it, once you start to pay attention, it becomes really obvious what we're seeing. Um, but well, D, I want to weigh in. Peace, family. Peace. Peace, peace. Yes, indeed. You know, um, I, 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 I recognize this as what it was right away. It's, it's the divide and conquer. Because right now, 
with the with the vibrations of the planet raising and the vibrations of our people raising, because you know, like it or not, we we flow off to be the nature. Um, they they are constantly looking for ways to divide us, right? And when I saw this, and especially when I saw it being sensationalized, like, mm. and it's not being sensationalized on mainstream media. But they got multiple forms of media. So on social media, they know that's what got most of our attention. Now, that's where it's being sensationalized. And I recognize what it was. It was it was a strategy. First off, let me give context. I'm from Barbados. That's in the Caribbean. Okay? I don't have an issue with Michael B. Jordan naming his rum Juve or any other word that, that might even come from my, the region I was born in, right? I don't have an issue with that. Right, and the the reason why is it's it's, it's it's absolutely freaking silly, right? Mm. Like, do we protest all the times? Do we get mad and vocalize all the times? Look at look at all the, the 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 designers that she she wears and she endorses and she campaigns for. How many of their fashions that they steal from our people and from different regions of the world? But mm. you, you don't hear her talking about that, right? You don't hear her talking about. Uh, uh, the fact that, that, I mean, if we play by those rules, she wouldn't be allowed to sing hip-hop. Even though I don't think that's what she does, but we, that's what we call it, right? She wouldn't be, she wouldn't be labeled in the hip-hop genre, right? Because that, 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 the hip-hop, the actual, what we know is hip-hop, and I know a lot of people are going to go back to the inception of hip-hop and say it came out of. Yes, it came out of, but it was not originated in the Caribbean, all right? So, mm. so you got to understand that when you, when I look at people like Nicki Minaj, a lot of these celebrities, I say about 99.99999% of them, right? Like they, they are, they have their status because they were chosen by the same fucking system of white supremacy, you know, and they, they mm. are a loudspeaker. They're an instrument of uh, a tool of that system. I'm sorry. I can't take anything she says credible. Because this is this is someone mm. who, who helped partake in, 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 in the sensationalizing of, of the whore culture and, and the, the, the silly culture. Mm. I mean, she's not the only one, but she's the most one of the most influential uh, recent ones, right? And when I look at someone that 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 changed their their complexion from uh, uh, a melanated person to almost a ghost now, you know what I mean? Like if you look back at the early photos. This is someone who's obviously not proud of of her, of her blackness, right? So, so mm. I I gotta take all those things into context. Who the fuck is Nicki Minaj to talk about to post to cast judgment on anybody? She's not my spokesman. She's not the spokesman for people in Trinidad. She's she's no spokesman, right? So so where's that coming from? That's coming from her handlers. Mm. Right. That's where that's coming from. That's coming mm. from her handlers. Right. And who cares if he if, if Michael B. Jordan named the rum after a, a, a cultural event from the Caribbean? Who cares? Right. Before you protest that, protest all the white people that have been culturally appropriating our shit. That's that's way down on the totem pole. So that's what you use your loudspeaker for. I got to look at you as an agent. An agent of division, an agent of white supremacy, and you're you're the tool they're using right now to push this newest. I, I heard about it, like like Yurima said, um, with the whole 
ADOS, uh, when when they they try to uh, they try to inject the division between ADOS melanated people and people that are not ADOS. It is silly to think like that. It is mm. absolutely silly to think like that because I'm all for reparations, but at the same time, I know I'm not eligible and shouldn't be eligible for Amer- uh, uh, American uh, melanated Americans, right? Because we are the real Americans, right? From this landmass, right? From I'm not yeah. eligible for those reparations. I understand that. There's no the, the, what they, the picture they would like to paint is that there's every 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 non ados black person is out here trying to grab grab what they can from 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 um, Aboriginal Americans to this landmass. We trying to we trying to uh, divert what 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 should be theirs. And this is not new. This is not new. This is not a new plan. Look at how many times they, they said it before. Oh, look at all these immigrants coming over here to take our jobs. Mm. Jobs, the jobs that the white man is handing out. Like, mm. I, I mean, let's 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 face it. Like, it's it. And don't get me wrong, there is a contingent of coons everywhere. Mm. Everywhere, there's a contingent of coon class everywhere. So they got some in the Caribbean. They got some here in America. They got some in Africa. They got them everywhere, right? But that's not the majority. That's not, but they will put a spotlight on that, on that group. And then, then try to paint you a picture like, see, look, all of them are doing this. Right. We're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about, about, about the influence that, that, um, uh, melanated people from outside of, of, of this landmass have contributed to, uh, empowering uh, black people here in America, right? Like we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the Marcus Garvey's. They ain't trying to put a spotlight on that. They're not trying to put a spotlight on the fact that Malcolm's mom was was from the Caribbean. Like mm. they they don't they want they don't want to put a spotlight on things like that, right? Because then you start seeing alliances instead of division, mm. right? So I mean. And I see a lot of rooms on Clubhouse. They 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 bought into it. They took the bait. They starting you know to 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 echo that out on their loudspeakers. And you see it all over now. And I just you know I'm glad we having this conversation because now you know at least at least to the people here in our in, in this audience, um, we can get some some clarity and context and really see what the hell is going on and not fall into the trap. Hmm. Yeah, Louisa, point. Yeah, I like to interject. I, I definitely agree Raheem, with you, Ra- brother. Ra- Raheem, you got to hold up. Uh, these, uh, these up uh, next. Oh, okay, good. Hey, no, no worries, God. No worries, man. Um, I, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to say this, man. And um, well, so, so first of all, the uh, the whole thing with the Michael B. Jordan liquor and, and Nicki Minaj shit, like that's man, that shit's so far off our radar, man. That's we already know about the bullshit boule class, man. You know, all I'm going to say about that is, you know, Nina Simone said that an artist, an artist's obligation is to reflect the times. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and as soon as you see that people aren't willing to do that, all the shit that's going on in the world right now, y'all talking about some fucking run? You know what I mean? Like, just so I just, that, that shit dead to me, man. I, I don't, 
I don't see no significance behind Michael B. Jordan's liquor or Nicki Minaj's comment. Like this motherfuckers are, they already proven idiots, yo. But outside of that, though, you know the whole divide and conquer conversation. I, I feel like um, what I've been experiencing lately, especially on platforms like this, um, on, on Clubhouse, is this whole conversation um, about you know us being in, indigenous to this land versus us coming from Africa and that whole shit. So I entered a room the other day and all I did, all, the, the conversation I was hearing was about um, soul food, quote unquote soul food. And they were saying that, uh, that what we call soul food here, you know, what, what most quote unquote Pan-African people say is, you know, food that comes from slavery, the food that we eat as a result of slavery and how unhealthy it is and shit like that. They're pretty much saying all of that is null and void because, you know, we, we, uh, all of that is, is our culture. That's our, our, our indigenous culture from here. Um, as far as us being native to, to this land and all the food that we call soul food and a lot of the things that we, you know, embody as a quote unquote culture is not post-traumatic slave syndrome. It's really just our culture from, from, uh, from our indigenous times here, which is, that's, that, that, that's a very respectable perspective. You know what I'm saying? Actually, when I heard it, I was like, okay, but I, I just, I, I wanted to interject into the conversation. Um, you know, the fact that I don't think that fucking pork guts and pig feet and, you know, all this weird shit was, could have possibly been, you know, I said, I believe that that was the sludge that we was given for, as table scraps. You know, we had the undesirable parts of the animals because, you know, the, 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 uh, the slave masters was eating the rest of the shit. You know what I mean? So anyway, I bring that up because the energy behind the opposing position was so hostile. Like they was like, this nigga don't know what the fuck he, what the fuck? This nigga come in here talking about that Pan-African shit. And I'm just like, hold up, man. Like this, this is the epitome of divide and conquer where even just the conversation, hearing the, the opposing point of view in the conversation about our history you know triggers for you to want to have to debate and you know have this ego match on who's right you know what i'm saying and, and i feel like we do that so much we spend so much energy on that we become celebrities off of shit like that you know it's not cool that you know people exploit the idea that 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 we're um most of us are oblivious to our lineage and how we got to where we are you know people exploit that by you know creating a, this whole, you know, lifestyle around just talking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, um, you know, I feel like uh, uh, right now is like a new manifestation of the same shit that was happening with Willie Lynch. You know what I mean? Just the whole, you know, use the light skins versus the dark skins, use the, the women versus the men, the elders versus the youngers, whatever differences you can find among the slaves, exploit that, make them fight each other. And, you know, it's just, Every conscious trend comes with the opposite, the, the opposing, um, you know, the opposing opinion, and then the argument becomes trendy. You know what I'm saying? There's people getting paid to have debates about whether or not we're fucking African or Native American, and I, I just think that's some wild shit. Because who gives a fuck? We don't have control over either one of these lands. So what are we gonna do about it? <clears throat> just like the, you know, I mean, any we allow anything to divide us. 
You know what I'm saying? Like even just just from, just in the sake just just for the sake of uh, uh, wanting to feel like what we think we know can be validated through debating and shit like that. There's no reason why so much energy should be spent on is the Earth flat or is it round? You know, is is, is the fucking uh, did, did did the slave ships really exist or did they get sunken in the Bermuda Triangle? I I don't really care about none of that shit. I just really feel like. All that energy, like you said, Yurima, all that energy can be put into building and and moving forward with our shit. The whole purpose of Sankofa is to look back in order to move forward, not to look back for just enough information so you can, you know, battle the next man with the tongue. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel, <laughs> trust me, I feel you, D. I feel you. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, there, there's some, yeah, there's some, uh, some hella debates going on that, that really keep us divided. They really do. Um, I was in one the other day myself, um, from, from this room, uh, sister, man, just about cussed me out, tried saying that, hey, she agreed with the sister in here that, uh, Daisy Dukes is appropriate to wear. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, uh, yeah, we're, we're in a war. How can you justify wearing Daisy Dukes? And she was just like, um, you know, black men want to control us and we're taking our power back. And, and that, uh, yeah, you're right, D. I mean, all of hey, this, it's a crazy, you, it's a crazy flip. I mean, to cut you off. Was it you that, that mentioned, um, because whoever said it, it I, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, something to the effect of, um, you know, every other every other group of people look at us. You know, look look at how a lot of our women carry themselves and how they dress and shit. Yeah. And what comes to their mind is, you know, they men don't. You know what I'm saying? Their men can't even keep their women in, in check. You know what I'm saying? They men can't even. You know what I mean? Like look look yeah. at how the black women walk around out here. Like where's their men? Like where's their protection? Where's their? You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case is, and uh. I think about that shit a lot now. You know what I mean? Like when I see wild shit in public, it's like, <laughs> yo, this I, it just it, it just we we lack so much um, we like so much structure and just a common understanding of what's morally correct and like what's okay. You know what I'm saying? And if if one if if one faction of us doesn't adhere to whatever the code should be, that shit really does affect all of us. It really affects everybody. If if the people across the street feel like it's okay to walk outside butt ass naked, but I'm teaching my kids that you got to put some clothes on, they walk outside and see people butt ass naked. You know what I'm saying? And how, how much that whole argument about well, you 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 the parent, you know what I'm saying? You parent your own kids. I ain't no role model for your kids. How is that? How are we not all responsible for what we expose all of our children to? Yeah. Especially online, knowing that all of our kids got iPhones in their hands. Your your child got an iPhone, but yet you twerking videos. Uh, you 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 posting videos of yourself twerking, knowing that your child got access to the same Instagram app that you do. Knowing that ninety percent of your followers, you know, I'm talking about the celebrities and shit. Ninety percent of your followers are fucking teenagers. Hmm. You know, and so we in a society now where all that shit is okay. You know, ain't, ain't nobody protesting against uh, Instagram or Facebook or Google for putting that shit on the public platform for allowing that shit. But if I were to say something about you know, a fucking vaccine in a video with no text on it, no caption or nothing, somehow the algorithm can listen to my video in order to block my shit. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, peace, Raheem. My fault, bro. You can uh, jump in. Yeah, peace and power, uh, black family. Um, I, I wanted to talk about this whole situation with um, Nicki Minaj, right? And um, her trying to uh, check the brother Michael P. Jordan. You know, um, when, it, when, when it first came out, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, who gives you the moral authority to try to check someone? When you was disrespectful to Rosa Parks. In one of her uh, songs, you know, she was like, sit your ass down, Rosa Parks. And um, mm. it was another thing, another lyric where she, she said something that was asinine about Harriet Tubman. And then, lo and behold, two days later, an article came out, right? And it's, it's on my Instagram for those that want to look it up. And it said, trademark for Juve rum filed by white New York residents, right? And um, it said, Louis Ryan Schaefer of 78 Oak Street, New York City, quietly filed the application to trademark the name Juverit with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office on September 25th, 2020. Now... In my caption, wow. I said, where is all the smoke y'all had for Michael P. Jordan? Now that it's been revealed, it was a white man who filed the trademark. And um, it, it got considerable views. And um, more than anything, it was shared a lot. And um, most people that were sharing it was at Nicki Minaj. And she has yet to respond. Now, you know, here it is. A white man is, is the one that filed it. And, and what I think the, the whole situation is, just like with Ciroc, uh, Puffy's the face of it. 90% of the people will believe that Puffy owns it. He doesn't own it. You know, he may own, um, he may have a, a, a minority uh, interest in the company, but as far as a majority owner or ownership of it, nah, he don't have that. Mm. Same thing with uh, Michael P. Jordan. You know, they was probably using him as a brand ambassador, brand ambassador or sponsorship for it, and he probably was going to be the face of it. But this white devil named uh, Louis Ryan Schaefer of New York is the actual owner of it, and um, some people say he's actually a lawyer. So you know, there, there it goes, man. You know what I mean. The white man throws the rock and hides his hand. You know what I mean? The only way he can get niggas to drink liquor, he thinks, is if he put a black face into it. So it just all goes back to the saying, give them bread and circus, and they never will revolt. And um, there was also another, um, this was another, this was a meme I came across, right? Um, it says, I just want to point out that Captain Morgan Rum is named for Sir Henry Morgan. Oh, Cap Captain Morgan Rum, I'm sorry, is named for Sir Henry Morgan, who was one of the most prolific slave traders in the Caribbean and also owned multiple plantations of slaves. If we're going to be boycotting rum names, shouldn't we start there? Ain't nobody boycotting Captain Morgan or speaking ill about him. So it, it's like, yo, we got to stop the hypocrisy. 
You know what I mean? We got to stop being hypocrites, man. And we have to let the chips fall where they may. We know who the open enemy is. We know, you know, they're trying to divide and conquer us. But when you have individuals that have these big voices and, and they say asinine shit, we got to call them the task. You know what I mean? If not, they're going to get away with it. You know what I mean? Um, just like, man, I don't even want to talk about the BET Awards. I, I didn't watch it, man. I see what's going on on social media. But family, that is not a black-run station. Black people do not own it. Um, actually, I'm going to post a picture of the, 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 the white devils that own it. Is this and, um, huh? Yeah, Viacom. They, yeah, they from Viacom, and they own BT uh, along with a lot of other networks. And um, the shit that they doing, man, with with um, Nas X kissing another man, that, yo, that shit is disgusting, man. You know, to have children see that shit. You know, and nobody really cares what anybody's sexual preference is, what you do in the confines of your home or the privacy of your home. It's your business. But it, it's real telling that they will put that shit on TV at a black award show. And I can't remember. Somebody could correct me. You know, tell me about a white award show where they did that shit. They will never do that at the uh, Country Music Awards. But for black society, they, you know, they, they do shit like that. You know, and um, he, he he's being used, man, as a tool and also a slave, man. You know, and one thing that we do know... Um, that Dr. Uh, Nilly Fuller taught us is that um, the oppressor, the slave master, when he's done with his tool, he breaks him. You know, so we see that they p- using him, pushing their agenda, and when they finish with him, they're going to discard him like they do all the other black celebrities. Same thing with Nicki Minaj. You know, um, I-, I just don't understand, man, that, you know, she thinks she has the moral ground to speak when you're married to someone that was convicted of child molestation, your brother's in jail for child molestation. You know, you she got bigger things to worry about. But she know, like I know, that um, being that she's a celebrity and she got the ears of the people, that 99.9% of these people is going to follow suit and listen to her and... Um, She's just doing the work of a white handlers. So that, you know, that, that's all I want to bring to the conversation, family. Peace. 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 Yo, Raheem, I want to say, man, you touched on a key, a key point, absolutely key point. Another, another strategy of white supremacy is that they will infiltrate. They, they have mastered that art. They will, they will, they will turn someone from the group that they're trying to conquer and then use that person as a tool to infiltrate. And it happens all the time. So it's divide and conquer. Absolutely. And then you got this whole infiltration aspect that they run it back over and over and over again. Right. And what, what do I mean? Like you, you, you said it right. You said it about, um, you said it about, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You know what I mean? You said it about Puffy. A lot of people don't know that the Barclays stadium they, they took a lot of uh, middle-class homes from black families to build Absolutely. that stadium. And, and what they did, how they, that, that's in Brooklyn. 
And how they did it is they put Jay-Z as the face and had Jay-Z go out there and tell everybody he owned it. He owned, he, he owned, uh, he was, he was part of that ownership and his part ownership was minuscule. It was minuscule. And then he had to, and then he ended up selling that, that minuscule part of ownership back to the group, which was probably part of the initial contract. Right. So they, they do this over and over and over, right? They get these celebrities because the only reason they got the title of celebrities it wasn't grassroots. It wasn't organic. It was handpicked. And they was chosen to execute that role, which is to infiltrate, right? I mean, we, we saying it out loud, you know, might help people to recognize the pattern, right? So that the next time you see this happening, you'll ask more critical questions. Okay, who's the funding? Who's the funding behind this? You know what I mean? Like, they, they try to put it out that, oh, no, he had a business partner that, that was a... Uh, that was uh, from Trinidad, right? But I don't think a lot of people know. They got white populations everywhere. I don't think people understand that. There's white people from Barbados. There's white people from Jamaica. <laughs> like that, No, not from, but that live there. Let me say that more, more appropriately, right? That live there. So they got citizenship there. So when they, when, they, when they don't show faces and then they just put out some information like that, then I got a question. Hmm, that might be that white man you're talking about. I don't know. You know what I mean? But you got to ask those questions so that we don't keep falling for the same games over and over again. You know, I, one, one other thing, uh, Raheem, that you hit on that's important because, uh, you know, just as, just as, and, and D, I did make that statement that other groups of men, they see, um, they see by the actions of the women, how the community kind of operates. They see by the actions of the women, but but not just by the actions of the women, by the actions of the men too. So when they see, you know, Nas X kissing another man, when they see this other clown walking around in a dress, being promoted uh, as this new sex symbol, this heartthrob symbol, and they see that, you know, that reflects on that reflects on other black men. And so then when strong black men step up, it's 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 off kilter. It's this is this is something outside of the norm. Because they're used to seeing especially especially on, on a global aspect, because that's how the that's how the media pushes this as a global agenda. Um, they see strong black men jump up and we're, and we're we're the exception. We're not the norm. And so this is this is something outside the norm. Whoa, wait, hold up. When this should be the norm, but the emasculation. What they're seeing is they they are used to via media. Oh, men like to, black men like to kiss each other. They like to. They, they're they're a feminine. Oh, black women like to shake their butt. They're going to show you ass before they show you face or intelligence. And they will lump us all together. See, they're not going to dissect and say, oh, that's just some of them. They're going to say, no, that's the black community. So you are absolutely right when you make the statement that what what a few may do can affect, can affect the group, especially when you have a propaganda machine called One-Eyed Devil or tell Live Vision. Facts, facts, and especially when, you know, we've allowed the popular culture to become what it has, 
And, you know, not to say that, you know, it just became that organically, you know what I mean? We know how hip-hop was hijacked. We know how, you know, the boule class was hijacked. And, you know, all the way down to what I was saying the other day about Kwame Brown talking about the athletes, how Stephen A. Smith used to come out and, you know, scout the athletes and, and then kind of, uh, you know, break them down and and, um, and pick out the pick out the ones that, that look like they could be sellouts in the future. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always an intentional thing that got us to where we are. But, you know, we've allowed it in the sense that um, these are the people that we praise the most, you know, in our community. These are the people that we make rich and famous, you know, and put on and put on the pedestal. And we dismiss all of their bullshit behavior because we like the way they, their music sounds. But we like how fat they ass is. You know what I'm saying? But if you pay attention, like, look at the shit that we, that we allow them to do and, and, and we excuse and then continue to support them. Like Brother Raheem was saying, you know, um, about Nicki Minaj and, and all that sellout shit that she's been on. You know, look at the fucking, uh, the cover to that, uh, what was it, looking ass nigga or something? How she had the fake little Malcolm set up, like she was looking out the window with the chopper. Y'all know what I'm talking about? It's disrespectful to the culture, you know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's always allowed. It's always allowed and we always, um, you know, we, we rather support the artists and dismiss their, their personal, uh, the shit that shows us what they're really about, you know? And so that's easily exploited and, you know, that's it's always an easy tool for divide and conquer because the faction of people who don't go with the status quo, who don't want shit to do with what's popular, you know, um, we'll always be the one that's looked at like we're going against the grain, you know, and, and they can easily caricaturize us the way they do in these movies. You know, if you look at uh, most of the most of the black movies that came out back in the day, there's always that one token conscious character, a Raheem or, or Rashad, Rashad or fucking, you know what I'm saying? There's always that one dude. It's like, come on, my brother. Everybody else in the movie clowning them. You know, all of these joints are just little subconscious propagated tools of dividing and conquering. So I just wanted to say that. Hey D, can can, can y'all hear me? Am I connected? Because I know I was going. Yeah, in. yeah. Okay. You're, you're... Yeah, you know, I mean, you you make great points, and it's not even just limited to the the ones that do music or the ones that 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 like like even a Michael B. Jordan that acts right. But what about these these producers? I mean, we already know Oprah Oprah works on their behalf to push their agenda. Talk show hosts, right? Yeah. What about what about uh uh what's his name Tyler Perry? Same shit, man in a dress, right? He got fit. We made him. We made him famous off of supporting that man in a dress. But oh no, it was, it was sending positive family messages. Come on now, we find mm-hmm. any excuses to justify the dysfunctional behavior, right? As long as somebody else told us that that's what's trending, right? So I mean, like divide and conquer happens all the time. Yorima mentioned it earlier. You know what I mean? With 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 the the turning men against women, turning our women against the men, right? The sister who's like, oh, men always want to control us. Well, there's certain areas that the men do control, and there's certain areas are more suited to control, and there's certain areas that the women are more suited to control. Mm. So that's how things work. The steering wheel of a car controls where the direction goes. 
the engine of the car controls <laughs> how, the, how the car actually moves, how, how it performs in terms of uh, uh, horsepower and everything else, right? Everybody mm-hmm. don't control the same shit. But guess what? For the car to get there, all those things need to work together for it to function. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, at some point in time, yeah, you got to submit to somebody else's control that's more qualified to get you the results and, and where you need to be. The things that will benefit you in the long run. But if you just want to be an individual, a standalone, then, hey, there's consequences for that, too. Because mm. then when you need help, when you need when you need that strong black man to step up and, and stop you from getting your ass beat in the streets, right? You can't be independent of the black man and expect to still get the services of the black man. The black man and vice versa. The black man can't be independent of the black woman and still expect to get the same nurturing, motherly goddess attention that he would need to propagate his, his, his offspring, like to, 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 to grow his, we, I, I'm, a, I'm a father and I'm a husband and I'm going to tell you right now, my wife is way better at the nurturing aspect than me, not because I don't love my children, I love them, but my love manifests in different ways. I love them, so I want to protect them. Mm. I mean, she wants to protect them too, but we focus on those aspects differently because we got different strengths, we wire differently. So sometimes I got to submit to the fact that she's more qualified in certain areas. She might tell me, hey, my, um, one of, she might point out, hey, you know, one of the kids is, is acting a little bit off, you know. I, I might have completely missed it. I don't see that unless it's like really in my face. But she'll pick up on things like that. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in that aspect, I submit to the fact that I know that she will pick up on those things because she's more nurturing. She's. She'll pick up on those things faster than me, right? I'm, I, I, and, and other things, you know, I may pick up on more than her, right? Like, I mean, it's not that one person is dominating to see that's what the system of white supremacy does. It dominates to an extreme, and there's no balance there. Mm-hmm. So now they convince us to look at each other the way we look at the damn oppressor. Now, the way we should look at the oppressor. Because there is no balance there. You all the way under the oppressor. The oppressor wants you all the way under their control. No balance. Right? So, I mean, and, and, and one more thing that that, um, that Raheem touched on was another element <laughs> of the system of white supremacy. The motherfucking patent office. Where they steal everything that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. So, why they hit you with this? Why they hit us with this? With this bullshit fake division argument, the white man was behind the scenes stealing everything. Got you distracted. Why are we arguing with each other over nonsense when we should be coming together and pushing him out the way? Mm. Right. So I just wanted to put that in there. So what's the strategy moving forward? Because um, the eighty-five percent, they're going to go with the celebrity. They riding with Nikki. They riding with Cardi B. They riding with. They riding with the dudes kissing each other. They riding with all that shit. <laughs> so, what what are the alternatives besides some of the stuff that we have, um, you know, discussed like with the Unity Walk, our organization, where we are, you know, talking about land building, um, 
um, and um, creating our own space, our own communities, that sort of thing. Um, what's the other alternative for breaking away? Because these platforms are specifically built for these celebrities, and which is why when they get off code, um, things happen. Michael Jackson gets off code, he ends up dead. Uh, Prince gets off code, he ends up dead. Uh, Kanye gets off code, he ends up in an insane asylum and, and made to look crazy. Um, so, um, and there's a host, well, there's a host of others. Hide your kids and hide your wife. That's the first step. Um, and other than that, you know, we got to stop being so drawn to this celebrity culture, you know, even as, you know, quote unquote, conscious people. Uh, we, we, we tend to, to, to seek, we tend to seek um, the attention that comes with being a quote unquote leader or, or whatever the case is. And, and, and most niggas get to a certain point and they sell out. You know what I mean? We've seen it so, so many times right in front of our eyes. Most people start out with good intentions and a good message and a good, powerful, strong movement and, you know, whatever the case is. And then they get past a certain point, you know, i.e., you know, brother Polite, brother, you know, uh, 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 young Pharaoh and, you know, the people of that cloth, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, this is not even to knock them brothers or anything, but just pay attention to the pattern. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's really fucked up because, you know, on one hand, you know, we can point out the fact that there's, that the industries and, you know, Hollywood and all that, how they can put all these different characters in the spotlight that can, you know, act as like a Pied Piper, you know, and, and just lead the people to the slaughter. But, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, a lot of people still approach, you know, this, this consciousness shit that, you know, still approach, you know, the idea of, of trying to you know lead people towards liberation and, you know, turn that into the same type of race, you know, where it's more about popularity and, and shit like that. And I think, um, you know, all we can do for real is just focus on, on, you know, the faction of us who, who know what it is and who's trying to protect our kids from the same shit. You know, because those are the people that you're going to have to be around in order for that shit to even be effective. You know, mm-hmm. like we're going to have to, we're going to have to band together if, if we have an intention on protecting our children. We have to. Otherwise, you know, when they look out their doors, you know, are they going to see the bullshit or are they going to see people who are talking the same type of shit that you're talking to them, you're teaching them the same type of shit. So, um, to really just operate from a community based, village minded standpoint. Um, and just black out the rest of it, just like the Jawawa tribe in, um, in Namibia. You know, this is what they say. We don't want nothing to do with the outside world. If you came from out there, you can't come in here. Mm-hmm. And we're not going out there. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know, another thing, too, that um, what gives me hope is that when we talk about, you know, we got to really... Like Elijah Muhammad, right, for instance, he said separation is better than prayer. You know, we got to really separate ourselves from these people, right? Like even with my timeline on IG, I scrubbed it like maybe a year ago. So everybody that that I follow, you know, anybody can follow me. My, my page is, is, is public. But anybody that I follow that shows up on my timeline is almost of like mind, right? So all I see is consciousness around me, you know, brothers building, sisters building. And, you know, so that that, that gives me hope. It kind of like 
alienates me from the bullshit, even though I see it, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm, I'm on social media, so I, I see certain things. But for the most part, you know, brothers and sisters is on cold. More brothers and sisters is on cold than, than a lot of people give credit for. But what we have to do is we have to continue to speak out on the coon sector of society that sells us out, you know, um, and, and we have to be, you know, forthright in, in, in teaching these babies and telling them the truth, you know. Um, Elijah Muhammad, he said that the white man is three things they're never going to teach you, and that's the science of warfare, the science of mating, and the science of economics. Us as a community, we got to do that ourselves. If we teach the science of economics and know how to get money, you know, without any white handlers or backers or investors and build mm-hmm. our own institution and control the resources in our community, more of our people won't sell out. You know, but if there's nothing to offer them, then we're going to have that. And when we do have that, we got to ostracize them. Yeah, you can't be a part of the community. We got to call them out. And enough people call them out and they see they record sales decline and, and, and you, you know, they're not favorable in the public eye. That shit will stop. It'll stop immediately. But with everything else, man, we, we're going to have those, you know, many shall come, only a few should be chosen. And the ones that's chosen, the ones that chose themselves. And, mm-hmm. and Marcus Garvey, he told us, you know, intelligence rules the world and ignorance carries the burden. And when we see that they're a burden of us, our people, and of our culture, then we gotta we we gotta ostracize them. They can't even come amongst us. We gotta run them from amongst us, just like we ran the devil from amongst us. We gotta run these coons from amongst us. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm gonna say peace. Yeah, thank you, brother. Um, yeah, fact. One thing. One thing. Uh, and I, I want to I want to shout this group out again, Green Haven Project in uh, Overton uh, section of Miami. Um, the brother and myself were talking, and one thing one thing he said that was key, and uh, it's it, it, and, and, and it, when he said it, I let him know that we're cut from the same cloth. Um, the brother said he did time, uh, state time, and he said that. You know, he had brothers that poured into him while he was in, but he said he realized that if he can, if he can put all the energy into doing dirt that got him sent to prison, that he can put that same energy and even more into trying to build community. And, and they're showing improving just with their, you know, with their, with their, um, they're on two acres, uh, providing food. Uh, uh, for the community, providing remedies for the community, it's free. Uh, so they don't, they don't. Community doesn't have to pay. They can come and grab that's their in food Overtown? right out. Of, yeah, that's Overton. Yeah, they can come and grab their food right out of the out of the ground. Uh, the videos on my app, um, but um, from that. There was a brother who inboxed me from from New York and said, "Man, I've been doing I've been doing the same thing for years up here." And so there, you know, and, and he sent pictures, which I'm probably going to post tomorrow as well. Sent pictures of 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 his what he's doing in his backyard, 
that look miraculous. And, you know, it just it just shows that there are some people that are saying, you know, you got to get to that mentality where it's like, man, fuck what everybody else is doing. You know, and, 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 and Raheem, you're right. You know, that that dude that's kissing the other man, he's going to keep kissing that other man. That that he's going to keep kissing dude. Because that's what that's what's feeding his lower vibrational self. The sister who wanted to argue with me up and down about wearing Daisy Dukes, she's going to keep wearing Daisy Dukes. That's going to be her thing. That's her reality. And, you know, hey, let it be. We have to create our own reality and we have to understand that everybody's not going to come with us. And part of the problem with, with, with the building process is that a lot of times we have this, we have this, um, this um, fantasy because it really is a fantasy. We have this fantasy that everybody is going to get on board and come with us. And it's a fantasy because simply the fact that um, too many of our people deal in cognitive dissidence and opinions. And those two factors alone are indicative of, of us not, of, of that fantasy not, be, not becoming a reality. Just is so we have to go with who's ready to work. We have to we have to go with who's ready to, to 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 build now. We have to go with who's ready. Like when I went out to when I went out to that land yesterday, which is right in the hood. <laughs> Let's not get that fucked up. It's right in the hood. So it ain't like it was off in the boonies somewhere. No, that was right in the hood where they're building and digging up. And, 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 yeah, that's and what I was growing. worried about when you said overtime. I'm like, two acres left. Yeah, and growing and growing some very, very uh, 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 healthy fruits and vegetables. Now, 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 uh, now, now, the, the, the funny thing is this, is that they're on that two acres. But the person that owns the whole community, which is some miles, is a fake Jew. <laughs> so within wow. so within the confines of that within the confines of that two acres, within the confines of that, just imagine that that you know, you're you're we're in the hood and these brothers and, and sisters are able to create this space. But the person that owns the whole area is basically an overseer. Thank you. Can come and take it whenever he wants. And and, and and so we have to we have to really be mindful of um, we have to really be mindful of who we're dealing with and the people who are really down on our team. Everybody's not down, and they're not going to be. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's all in how you look at it. Sometimes too many people, man. You know, you got you got you got Jordan and Kobe and LeBron on the on the same, on the court. There ain't enough basketball. Sometimes too many people they convolute things. Sometimes smaller groups they know more is at stake. They got to move faster. So they're a little bit more focused 
smaller groups, sometimes people are willing to play their positions a little bit more. Okay, I can't. Okay, let me let me get in my lane so we can go. You know, Yurima, um, as you were talking about those two individuals, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was those are two distributors, right? That, that, that's the first thing that, like, in terms of, like, structure, like, when you're thinking, like, business structure, right, um, organizational structure, let me say it like that, organizational structure, mm. right? They both have their own community garden, and they're both producing a whole lot, right? Now, where we can start to build mm. strength from that is if those two individuals work together, and oftentimes that's where egos butt heads. Right, because people are like, I don't want you to take over my thing because I'm doing my thing that way. Okay, I understand that there's a connection there. I absolutely, I, I, I relate. I, I can understand that, right? But there's still a way to make that work, right? Because if you're, if it's the one thing in Florida and the one thing in in, in the one organ, the, the the one brother in New York, without giving up control of their thing, if mm-hmm. there's a bigger body, a distributing body. That can then say, okay, we will support from you and support from you in order to get stuff to distribute out across the country now and find other individuals like those because there are other individuals like like those two gentlemen, but they don't have, they're not going to give us platforms. They're going to use the algorithms to suppress our posts and all kinds of stuff. I know people tell me they don't see stuff I post until two, three days later, right? That's not an accident. Right, and I can tell you some 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 of the people here on the stage, D, Yurima, I don't see some of your posts until two days later. They don't show up, no matter how many times I refresh, I will not see that post until two days later. Right, so, so you know, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't see, uh, yeah, I I just it just, uh, and I've noticed it. I've noticed the pattern of it. But go back to what I was saying. You know, if there if there's a bigger body now supporting those individual units. They get to, you know, keep their level of independence. Well, well, I, I guess I can call it independence, but still <laughs> contribute to a whole, right? Can still contribute to a whole, which is an organization now that can distribute that food outward to serve our community, like the, the entire the entire community in, in, in this country, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and. As I was thinking about that, just a little extra tidbit, right? I thought about the, the, the power of, of names and the power of words because you're the funder of, of the founder of the Unity Walk. Unity coming together, walk, going on a journey, right? So mm-hmm. come together on this journey. And I just bust out laughing because I was like, the Unity Walk also does food drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So I'm just seeing all mm. kinds of connections. Mm. That this, right. you know, and and like I said, they're they're not the only two. But you might feel like you're the only one because you're the only one in that area. But as we've seen here in this in in, in this room, like we're, you know, a lot of us thought we was alone in the way that we thought, and then we came into a, you know one of the advantages of these internet these platforms uh, is that we can find other like minded individuals and start structuring. So I just mm. want to throw that out there. You know, as, in terms of answering your question, what's the solution? 
you know, if, if the strategy is divide and conquer, then we got to, we got to break that by uniting. Facts. Right. And be, and, 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 and set up structures in place where we can't be infiltrated because that's how they conquer. They infiltrate when the black Panthers had, they, you know, black Panthers, they, they, they put up food drives and, and they started food drives and everything. And that's when they started looking like, Whoa, we can't have that. Why? Mm-hmm. Because once you feed the people, the people loyal to you. Yep. Facts. And they want the people to get, they want our people to get all their substance or at least a majority of it from their system. That's what keeps the system alive because that's why you got all these people that are cooning for the system because that's their substance. That's their only way to eat. That's their only way to survive. So like Raheem and, and you said, Yurima, moving apart, separating from that system and building our own system is, 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 is a must. It is the antidote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kiss me a door. Peace, peace, Empress, uh, over here on IG. Um, food for thought, the richest man on the planet has $193 billion. It's about 8 billion people on the planet. Um, he can give every person on the planet $1 billion each, and it still wouldn't put a dent in his pockets. Um, I'm trying to kiss me a door. Um, I didn't know the richest person had that much money, um, but I, I, I'm, uh, I think the math might be. I think the math might because uh, way off. Math, that's giving every person a dollar. <laughs> yeah, if you gave because yeah, that would be giving every person a dollar because if you gave every there's seven billion, seven point five billion people on the planet. If you gave each person a billion, yeah, they would. Um, yeah, that wouldn't. That wouldn't uh, that wouldn't come out right, but I I get your point. Like one person shouldn't have that much control over the re- over resources. So I get that. Um, great points. Well, great point. The solution to this division is unification. Absolutely, and and. and the remedy to that is being able to check your ego in at the door in order to work with groups of people to build and prosper. Um, yeah. And, and you know, one, one more thing to add on to that. Oftentimes we look for leaders. We, we, we look for who, 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 who's the leader? And that's not necessarily, that's not traditional to us, right? The leader was never an individual. We sought wisdom from the council of elders. And the reason why it was a council was multiple people so that no one individual would, would lose their mind because absolute power corrupts absolutely. You know what I mean? So this is why, you know, you had a council and who was most suited for leadership was the one that didn't want the leadership. Mm. Because the one that wants and actively goes out there campaigning for the leadership, those are people that are only interested or primarily interested 
and self-enrichment. So they want to use the people as a stepping stone, not to help mm. the people, not to raise them up, but to stand on top of them. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so you know, character, you know, this is why I, I don't really give politicians in this system too much, uh, too much of my attention in the sense that the power is with the people. And when we understand that and, and all it entails, you know, we'll stop even looking at, 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 at money. Cause what is, what is, what is, what is dollars? Yeah. in the system we work in, that's, that's how you can get stuff. You've been taught that's how you can get stuff, but there are communities that can survive and thrive without using necessarily dollars where they barter, that's where they exchange things of value. Right. And, and, and it, when you understand that, you understand where the value is, the values in the people, not the pieces of paper. Mm. Right. This is why, you know, the, the, the Jewish neighborhoods they circulate, they don't, they do not, they do not spend money on non-Jewish uh, uh, products and services unless another Jew does not create that product or service, does not provide that product or service. And mm -hmm. as soon as they identify that there's a demand for a product or service that a Jew doesn't provide, they immediately go into finding out how to bring that into their community so they can cut that stream of money going outside the community and keep it in the community. That's, we can learn a lot from that process. Yeah, that's absolute fact. That's how they operate. They're not operating anywhere, any, any way else. And in that same way, we can, we can, uh, we can model after the Amish and how they move. You know, they create everything within their own environment. They grow every single thing. They build every single thing, you know, and, and they do so in a way that, that they're completely autonomous to the outside world. And when they do enter, um, into the cities and stuff like that, it's to open markets, and, you know, to bring money back into their own community. Correct. Correct. And that's, that, that's a beautiful example of what I just said. You know, we don't, they, 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 they use their natural talents and skill sets to go out there and sell to other groups, to exchange, to trade with other groups, and then they can get money that way. But money's not necessarily a necessity for them. But see, the thing with us is that we've been so softened up by mm -hmm. the comforts that the, 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 the oppressing society and the oppressing culture has put on us that it's easier to not do anything for yourself and depend on somebody else to feed you. But at the same time, it's going to cost you a lot more pain. Mm. Right. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you your freedom. So at some point in time, you got to choose what you want. The easy slavery <laughs> or the hard mm. freedom. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, and, and the sad part about it is that not a lot of us have actually tasted freedom. So they don't even know what they're missing. <laughs> fact, fact. They don't even know what they're missing. That's like when you was a kid, before before you actually went out onto your own, you know, when you were still under your parents, right? Like, 
everything was 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 all good. Like you, you loved it there because you 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 thought that was life, mm. right? But guess what? Your parents had control over your actions for the most part. They had control over what you did, what you ate, how much how much how much access to money you would have, right? It's only after you went out onto your own, and yes, you had to work more, right? You had to be more responsible. But guess what? How many of us would go back to living under our parents' rules and under their rules again after we tasted freedom? Nope. <laughs> right? So you don't even know what you're missing. You don't even know what you don't know. Right? And that's why you got to keep an open mind and, 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 and not be like that teenager that think they know everything. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, that, that 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 that's true. When you look at it from that aspect, uh, I love the analogies you give. Wealth, um, basically talking about, you know, yeah, because I, 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 yeah, going back home would not even be an option. <laughs> that, would, that would not be an option after 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 uh, the taste of freedom from that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um. Raheem, you got anything you want to add? Nah, I'm just listening. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, I'm actually about to get off because I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. I'm over here. Um, I got jet lag from flying. Um, and what was crazy is I've flown all my life, but today was the there was I, I, the, there was so much turbulence on this flight, um, and it was it was crazy. Um, the, the, the the level of turbulence on this flight was like uh, none I have ever experienced. And I've flown overseas, I've flown all over the U.S. Uh, this turbulence was uh, something crazy. And the thing was is that it, uh, so in one aspect the turbulence was crazy, but um, there was like no fear. It was like, I was just meditating. I did some meditation. Um, uh, and then once the plane landed, I had to go do my contract. So I'm kind of tired. So well, if you want to hold it, if not, we're going to get ready to get off. Cause, uh, I just got to get some rest. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm off a. Of- uh, you you got you got jet lag and I got road lag. I'm off a nine hour road trip today, so I'm the same way, bro. I'm about to tap out as well. Hey, uh, I I tell you, God, um, I, I I I I flow with the energy, right? And yeah. and this topic right here, I, I guess I guess you know, this one, this one, this one hit different <laughs> <laughs> because you know. Uh, it's, it's very seldom that I've seen uh, the room get quiet the way it is now, you know. So I, I guess I guess they, you know, there's some heavy reflections going on. So I guess that's a good thing too. So um, yeah, I, 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 I'll, 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 hey, if you want to close it out, close it out, bro. You know, sometimes people got to reflect. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the topic is definitely heavy, um, and. The, the, the level of divide and conquer is, is, is real. 
amongst our people. And it's not, and it's not just a national thing. It's a local thing. It's a, it's a, it's a state thing. It's a national thing and it's a global thing. And, um, alignment. It's so alignment right now. is so important. Uh, alignment with those who are doing the work alignment with those who are really, um, those who are really building, um, you know, even I, I'm just, re, I'm just, just reflecting on my trip. We, man, the brothers and sisters that, 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 um, I was with, we built, it was a bit, the, the whole time was a bill. Though, Grant, I see you on, um, yeah, it was a bill. <laughs> it was a build. It was it was a strategy session. Uh, there was some confession sessions. Uh, <laughs> there was some 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 uh, uh, advice sessions. But I mean, we you know it, it, we we did it as family, and um, we're just at that stage, man. You know, fuck the Nicki Minaj's and the Cardi B's and the and all, all these other the Nas X's and all of that. We got to move, man. We just got to move and we got to do it. And there are people that are doing it and not playing no games. They're just doing it. They're tired of waiting. So they're like, shoot, I'm just going to get out here and do it myself. One man show, five man show. Let's just see what happens. Beautiful things can happen. So, um, yeah, with that, we're going to close the room out and reflect. Indeed, indeed, man. Peace to the family. I'm glad it, whoever was traveling, <clears throat> I'm glad you made it back safe. And, uh, yeah, until next time, folks. Yes, indeed. Peace, love, and light to the family. All right. Hey, every discussion is, 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 is coming from a place of love. Even sometimes in love, you got to chastise, you know what I mean? And mm. sometimes in love, you might, you might, you might feel, you might feel like somebody, might targeting you when really and truly, you know, it's just that that particular thing might resonate with you. You know what I mean? And that's a good thing. You know what I mean? A lot of times we go through, we go through this this existence just just sleepwalking, right? And sometimes, you know, you, you got to bump into something to kind of jolt you out of that that programming that you just been pressing repeat on that cycle. And then someone says something to make you really think about it, and. It's, I experience it all the time, you know, even me, I got cycles, everybody got cycles that they go through, and, you know, at some point in time, somebody, you might have been doing something for a long time, but it just might have been a little dysfunctional, you know what I mean, and somebody will, somebody will, you'll hear something out there, the universe will deliver that message to bump you out of that cycle, so, if that's what's happening, I don't know if that's what's happening to everybody, but if that's what's happening to some people, that's a good sign, so keep coming back, keep loving life. Peace, love, and light, family. Love, love, family. Peace to the gods and goddesses. One, we're out. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fedbook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check 
is actually the lie. Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Urema Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashman. On the wake up. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but... You don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Urema Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.